0: Always thought-provoking and informative Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think How to act And what you can and can't do Direct from the YouStreamIt Broadcast Network It's time for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show With your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one.
1: Well, welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, located here in beautiful East Texas, and joining me from the Dallas and Fort Worth area, my good friend, my co-host, and most importantly, my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How are you doing today, Terry?
2: Well done. Brother in Christ is the most important thing. So, uh doing okay so far. Uh the, the guy was mowing the lawn next door with a huge machine, but I think he's done. I, I hope, if you hear him, that's what you're hearing. Okay,
1: anyway. okay. Well, you know, life goes on, whether or not you have a radio show or not, you know, it, it, it continues. Right. And, and uh, you know, we are supposed to, what, uh, occupy time? something like that until yeah. Uh, yeah. until we are finally <laughs> until we are finally called until home. he comes that's right that's right, that's right. and speaking Amen. of whether you like it or not whether or not you believe it the world right now is going through the end time prophecy Of the Bible, and we're going to get into Ezekiel thirty-eight today. Probably touch on Psalm a little bit. Terry loves to bring up Revelation every now and then. We might even have a little bit of that going in there. Uh, But what we're going to do is we're going to show you that all this chaos in the world, everything that you are seeing right now, it all plays right into biblical prophecy. And the thing is, is the um, for the most part. The mainstream media is oblivious to it. They have no clue. You know why? Because they are not <laughs> believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're going to pray for them right now. We're going to pray for the world right now, Terry, because we are getting to the end times. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to please say a prayer to bless this show to and get out our message. We want that one individual, that last individual that we're looking for before the rapture, we want them to hear this broadcast today. Terry, if you would, lead us in prayer, please.
2: Well, Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us of all unrighteousness. We thank you, Lord, for Paul's encouragement, Lord, to come before your throne boldly. And so we do. Uh, Lord Jesus, we, we know that our times are in your hands, Lord. Once again, I am reminded, Lord, of the closeness of your your hand in our lives. Uh, Lord, we do pray for these people, especially those, Lord, at this point in time who do not know, do not have any understanding of what is taking place. Uh, They think they have their little place in the world and and, uh, they're moving forward, they're doing well. And um, my goodness, Lord Jesus, help people to understand that you're real. And Lord, that uh, they only have a short time to call on you Certainly, Lord, we are praying for that last final person. And that could be uh, weeks, months, years ahead of us. Uh, and at the same time, it could be any moment because it's going to happen on a day that must be called today in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, in an, in an atomic moment. And, Lord, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But Lord, something that the world needs to be apprised of. Thank you and praise you for this opportunity. Bless the show. Lord, give us wisdom to speak those things that you would have us to say. We pray in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, Terry, we're going to start off with a week in review. This is a, a, new, uh, a new segment that we just started last week, but it's uh, it's one that's pretty popular. So we'll go ahead and uh, take a listen to it real quick, if I can ever hit the button here. Here we go. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Nick Harper with the Week in
3: Review. This past week, US President Joe Biden agreed to provide cluster munitions to Ukraine, following months of requests from Kiev for the deadly weapons. The controversial move comes ahead of his trip to Lithuania for a NATO summit, where discussions over the war will take centre stage. FSN's Benji higher reports. These bombs, first developed during World War II, are banned by more than 100 countries which consider them inhumane and indiscriminate. US officials had been hesitant to supply Ukraine with cluster munitions because they can kill indiscriminately threatening civilians. Russia's alleged to have used them extensively in Ukraine. This most recent $800 million package, aimed at boosting Ukraine's counter-offensive, will bypass American laws prohibiting the production of some of these ammunitions with higher failure rates. This week, Meta launched a new app, but it didn't go down well with Twitter. The micro-blogging site threatened to sue Meta over its Threads app, alleging the theft of trade secrets. Ever since Silicon Valley correspondent Iris Spitzer sent this report. In a letter published by multiple media outlets, Twitter's lawyers accused Meta of using trade secrets to build the microblogging platform threads, which has immediately become a serious competitor to Twitter. Meta's new platform appears to have capitalized on user dissatisfaction with Twitter since polarizing billionaire Elon Musk bought the company last year and instituted a series of chaotic changes. One competitive advantage that Meta has over Twitter and other would-be competitors is that Thread's accounts are linked to Instagram, a platform that already has more than a billion users, significantly more than Twitter's user base.
1: Okay. Uh, now, we're going to see both those stories today, Terry. I've got both of them queued up here uh, that we'll, we'll get into, but there, there's a whole lot a whole lot more. Uh, first of all, though, I do want to um, let everybody know about the—everybody uh, here in the United States, anyway, I think people are very, very interested in the student loan giveaway, you know, where somebody goes to school on our dime rather than paying for it them, for themselves. They feel like they are entitled for all United States citizens to pay the debt that they incurred. something that I personally Mm -hmm. oppose 100%. Uh, Well, uh, it was shot down by the United States Supreme Court, as you know. Uh, Biden's little plan didn't work. But, of course, that's a big uh, campaign issue. It was a campaign promise that he made in the last election. He's doing everything that he can to make sure that happens, even though the United States Supreme Court has said, no, you can't do that. But anyway, here's plan B. President Joe Biden is launching another effort to forgive at least some federal student loan debt after the Supreme Court
2: last week struck down his initial proposal to wipe away as much as $20,000 for borrowers. The White House's new approach is based on the Higher Education Act, HEA, of 1965, which provides government-backed student loans and grants to U.S.
1: Education Department the ability to compromise, waive, or release loans. Okay, now again, that is just plan B and something that uh, that he's promised, and again that I oppose. You have any comment on that? Yeah, um
2: I you know I'm, I'm listening to these guys, and they need to preface everything they say with, "This is not a news report, it's my opinion, but anyway that's that's mm-hmm. what I see, and that's that's my yeah. opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah Unfortunately A lot of A, a lot of new shows And uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you We're one of them That has a lot of commentary Their own opinion Mixed into it I don't think you can find A new show anymore That uh, is like the old style Walter Cronkite You know Most trusted man yeah. in America If you remember all that stuff From the uh, 1960s oh, yeah. and 1970s You don't sure. see that anymore yeah. Everything is now it's It's got to have A lot of opinion in it That's what people mm-hmm. want to see That's what people want to hear So you know we're just as guilty as everybody else. The problem for them is they don't base their opinions on the Bible. They don't base their opinions on what's right and wrong, what's ethical. But uh, instead, they base their opinions strictly 100% on their political position. And I'm speaking both left and right on that on that particular point. Um, now then, you heard him talk about uh, the uh, Twitter situation, Twitter and this new Threads, which has been unleashed by Zuckerberg uh, just the other day. Uh, let's listen to a report on that one. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon
3: Marks, looking in more detail today at the latest threat to Twitter. It comes in the form of Threads, a new app launched by Mark Zuckerberg's Meta and tied to the company's Instagram product. Threads was launched earlier than anticipated, an effort by Meta to take advantage of instability at Twitter under Elon Musk's leadership. And in its first 24 hours, 10 million people signed up for the service. But Twitter's former head of news, Vivian Schiller, says with multiple alternatives, there's still a long battle for users ahead.
0: We don't know. They're, I mean, the audiences are bifurcated across all, all of the lookalikes and a lot of people like myself are still... On Twitter, even while we're trying out the new platforms. But here's also the critical thing. Twitter was never huge in terms of like compared to the size of, say, YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, never. But it had heads of state. It had um, business titans from around the world. It had incredibly it has movie stars and pop stars and very influential people. And because so many journalists like ourselves are on Twitter, it also means that those messages on Twitter get amplified. So it always is punched above its weight. And whether Threads can pull that off, again, remains to be seen.
3: Threads is not yet available in Europe due to regulatory disagreements between the EU and Zuckerberg's tech giant. And that will, at least over the short term, limit its reach and visibility. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks.
1: Any comment on that, Terry? I mean, I'm you know I don't really know what position to take on on this particular mm-hmm. one. I mean, if they're if they're stealing intellectual property, then yes, I'm I'm opposed to it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, free speech mm-hmm. is free speech. Whether it's left, right, or in the middle. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. The uh, and I didn't get her name. The lady's uh, report, the overview she gave was excellent. Absolutely spot on. Um, she, she was looking at the overall information field and the media and all of this is mixing together. And that's, uh, you know, again, that's why I made the comment about the opinion thing for the guy mm-hmm. that was on before is because um, some people think uh, Elon Musk, Musk uh, is doing badly. Uh, but there's a lot of us. Can I use my opinion here?
1: Right. That mm-hmm. think
2: he's doing great. And, uh, so, so, you know, again, it's a purview thing and, and, uh, and, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, and this is exciting. I, I see a splintering and, and it's making room for people like us on the bottom of the totem pole.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just have to see where it goes, you know, where it leads. I'll I'll keep following it. And if there's anything, anything uh, comes from it that I feel is newsworthy, well, it'll definitely be on the show. Uh, Terry, I'm going to give you your two minutes now uh, for two minutes with Terry. And after that, uh, we're going to be welcoming in Mm -hmm. a friend of ours. um, uh, And Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Mr. Carl Erickson. Uh, with uh, Spread the Gospel uh, Ministry. And I'm going to bring him in after the break to cover the rest of the news stories that we have today. So uh, anyway, before we get there, um, Terry, I'm going to go ahead and give you your two minutes right about now, sir. (gasps) Folks. Folk homeschooling works. I gotta throw that in. It's too good to to
2: leave alone. The last Christian charge engaging the sword. Scripture can be looked at from the aspect of time in many various ways. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. Here, the psalmist calls to the Lord, acknowledging that he, God, is over the psalmist throughout his days. More particularly, the psalmist pleads with God to deliver him from the very hand of his enemies, especially those who persecute him. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long, and let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. The psalmist requests the Lord, teach him to number his days, that he may apply his heart unto wisdom. Time's end is established as the psalmist not only requests God's return, but further wondering how long until God does return, quickly seeking forgiveness, even of God himself, in the midst of desiring God's fellowship early mercy is encouraged giving clear conscience to rejoice and be glad within our days the familiar refrain this is the day which the lord has made we will okay rejoice. terry i'm going to cut you we'll
1: off at that point and we will get back to you uh in the second half of the show, I, I do want, uh, you know, Terry, you, you heard him say something about homeschool. That's because the uh, Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show is affiliated with the, well, not affiliated. We support the Kirkwood uh, homeschooling program, and uh, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. will hear a little bit about that in the um uh, in the break between the first and the, half, the second half of the show, I didn't. I just didn't want Terry to be left out there on a limb because he's used to me making a plug for that right before uh, right right before he comes on. At this point, I do want to bring in a friend of ours, uh, Mr. Carl Erickson, and again, uh, he is with the Share the Gospel Ministry. And you see him there in his car. There's a reason for that, uh, Carl. Where in the heck are you right now? I'm in Mount Pleasant, Texas. Amen. You're in You're in Texas. That's wonderful. Last time we checked in with you, you were all the way out there in Arizona. And I know that uh, you and your family have had it uh, for the last um, couple of weeks. Anyway, Carl, uh, I'll let you say whatever you want to about that. But I want you to also tell us more about your ministry and how that's going and where you are going to be this week uh, in regard to that. Go ahead
0: well sure i just love that 86 that terry was reading from it says uh, show me the work of thy hands lord and uh, establish the war hands you know and uh, god has shown us that people take gospel tracks we have uh i've been giving out these gospel tracks. god loves you second coming um one is about the first coming of jesus christ and it's about the second coming of jesus christ and we prayed at the beginning of the show about that and uh and of course, that's uh, one of the themes of the show is that Christ is going to return soon and he's coming first for his bride. And so we're out here as we prayed, uh, trying to make people aware of, um, of not only the first coming and how they can be uh, saved through faith in Jesus Christ, but also about his second coming and what the end times are going to uh, entail. So uh, we, we do that through gospel tracks for the most part. Today, we're in Mount Pleasant headed to Heritage Park. They have a large softball tournament there. It'll be a lot of families. And uh, we like to get out the gospel to youth and to families uh, because when the rapture happens, there's going to be a lot of people left behind and a lot of parents looking for their children. Uh, It's going to be a terrible day. And uh, we want to prepare them if we can, those that won't receive the truth right now, uh, that they will know the truth and then hopefully repent and come to Jesus Christ after after the rapture. So anyway, we're here to share gospel tracks. We love it. We find that people take them. We just say something out of the Bible for you. Actually, as I was waiting to come on your show, a girl walked by here in the park, was taking a walk. I walked over to her and and gave her a track, and she gladly took it. I just said something out of the Bible for you. It was a young man out here learning how to drive. He and his dad were driving around the parking lot, and uh, they, they took one from me as well. I just went over to their window and... Uh, so that's what we do. We basically just spread the word, the good news of Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. And by the way, so uh, for it. everybody that's watching this right now, and by the way, if you want to see this in visual form, make sure that you go to www.lastchristian.net and you can do that. You can find just about all our shows there. And of course, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on all the major mm-hmm. podcasts, major and minor <laughs> podcast uh, places all over. You look for The Last Christian uh newscasting radio show, you'll find it. You' will definitely find it, but anyway, I saw you pop out of your car at one point. I hadn't brought you into the show yet, but I, you know I was keeping up with you, and I saw you pop out. So I have no doubt that you were that you were doing exactly what you said you were, and that's passing out those things. Terry, you want to say anything to Carl before we move on? We got lots of news covered. today. go ahead. Uh, no, praise the Lord, you're uh, out there doing the yeoman's work. There you go. So, yeah, I call him on the front line, Terry. Good to see you, Terry. He's on the front lines, you know, going out there and actually going up to people. And that's the hardest thing to do. And one thing that I like to emphasize here, see, Carl's going out there. He's actually going up to people. He's actually meeting them, handing them Bible tracts, trying to encourage them to go and read the Bible. One of the things that's really hard for Christians to do is to testify, to go up to other people, to to let them know that they're Christians and, and, and try to lead them to Christ. So what I always like to do, Carl, in this particular situation is like, say, look, I got videos. I got hundreds of videos. The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. All you got to do is go to www.lastchristian.net, make a copy of the URL, you know, the little thing that, that points you to, a, to a, a specific place on the web, or give somebody the address, or even share it on, on Facebook, on YouTube, wherever. Okay, and you are actually spreading the word of God by simply sharing a video. It couldn't be easier than that. You're not going to bother anybody. Everybody's going to say, Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I watched that. You know, and you just might lead a friend of yours who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, you might lead them to Christ. You might be that one that helps us find that last Christian, that last Christian right before Amen. the rapture of the church. Okay. With that, I want to get back into uh, what's going on in the world right now. I want to play this report real quick, and then we got several news news items on it. Let's listen
3: to this. The EU has struck a deal to provide millions of rounds of ammunition to Ukraine. The news comes as Kiev continues to ask for more firepower to help it reclaim territory held by Russia in the east of the country. From Berlin, Trent Murray has more. The European Union will allocate half a billion euros to help boost the production of ammunition for Ukraine. The deal, which was struck in the early hours of Friday morning between the European Council and European Parliament members, comes after weeks of negotiation over funding. The agreement is expected to come into force later this month and will see subsidies given to European weapons manufacturers to encourage them to both speed up production and reduce bottlenecks. Ukraine has consistently called for more ammunition as it continues with its counter-offensive, arguing that it is still outgunned by the larger Russian army.
1: Transmurray, Berlin. Yeah, thank I mean, uh, that's the, uh, I'm sorry, that's the very first thing that I've, I've got to say. They think they're outgunned by a larger army. Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, does it, Terry?
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and this that's the thing, uh, you know, this thing is so lopsided already. And that's why we are pouring billions and billions of dollars into that fray and on the wrong side my opinion uh, and um you know it's well i don't know if i i
1: I want i want to back up there for a second because i know that that you kind of misspoke there i know you don't really want to say that we're on the wrong side of that war between russia and the ukraine because you know i think Everybody agrees, you know, it'd be a good thing to stop the Russian advance, and it's never a good thing to invade another country. But the point that I know you're making is that we shouldn't be the ones, the United States government, the United States citizens should not be the one to foot the bill for the war on either side. That's between them. We shouldn't even be involved in it.
2: Well done, and thank you very much for helping me to clarify my own position. I need all the help I can get. That's exactly <laughs> what I
1: meant. Yeah, we have no I knew it was. yeah, I knew my it opinion, was. Yeah, my opinion. But
0: we of have course, no guys,
1: go ahead, Carl. The,
0: the report was on the EU uh, sending money over there, five hundred billion dollars, and so um, we need to, you know, look at the fact that there. are there are, there, are nations around the world that that have money that are sending money to the Ukraine. And my question is, why is the money really going towards arms, or are they money laundering? Which is what I actually believe is happening. I believe that all this money going to Ukraine is is for the world banks, and they're using Ukraine as a as a way to to, to launder money.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to have to. I'm going to yeah. go. I have to throw that's in there opinion. that that's Carl Erickson's opinion, and I have no factual my data. I just said that. Yeah. Yeah, I have no factual data data to uh, to back that up. Okay, Uh, now I do want to get into. (laughs) We're gonna get arrested. I I, I do want to get into into this a little bit deeper because there's a reason that this is coming out and this is part of the news today because uh, there was a live briefing uh, in which President Biden made a comment on this, and here's the bottom line that he said: the reason why we need to be involved in this stuff. And I'm going to get into the cluster bomb. You guys know what a cluster bomb is?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. now, you know Definitely how they, they, okay, they always get really upset when Israel goes in with a precision strike against a terrorist organization. They, I mean, mm-hmm. it's pinpoint. It's, it's generated by satellite. Mm-hmm. They can hit these things, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, there may be a, a civilian or two, that is injured or killed, but the mm-hmm. attack is on a very, very specific location and for a very mm-hmm. specific reason. A cluster mm-hmm. bomb is just that. It's a, bu- it's a bunch of bombs, a cluster of them that's dropped indiscriminately, and it kills just as many civilians as it does the people that you're trying to go after. Okay? That's what the world has is yeah. opposed to. Now, hang on just a second, Terry. Uh, what... Yeah. What Biden said is that this uh, that the Ukraine is running out of ammunition. That's according to the president of the United States. The Ukraine is running out of ammunition. And that's the reason that he has authorized the United States to ship cluster bombs to the Ukraine for use against Russia. Okay? Now, I don't care how you look at it. They want to bring up, uh, you know, they, they they want to bring up Putin on uh, criminal charges, on war mm-hmm. crimes. Well, there's yeah. over a hundred countries that consider that to be a war crime. Yeah. Any comment yes, there?
2: that's right. Yeah, uh, the cluster bomb. Uh, the problem with it is, uh, somewhere between thirty percent or so of those bombs, when they when they throw a cluster bomb in, thirty percent of the little bombs that are inside of that don't go off right. until later, oh, until right. later, where, and it could be years, and it's the same problem they had in Vietnam with people, and, and in almost any war, uh, they've talked about it all across the world, uh, in wars where people, where just regular bombs don't go off, and then go off later, but these are cluster bombs, so you've got 30%, you've got, I don't know how many in a cluster, uh, but there are a bunch of them that don't go off, and then there, you've got a live uh, ammo right there, that's going to go off at some point. And right. that's why they're that's why they're outlawing it in America against this uh and even America outlawed them. Watch this. Does that sound strange? And now they're doing it even though yeah. they've outlawed it themselves.
1: Well, we've outlawed it um I guess for you for our own use, but we've never outlawed it for anybody else. Uh, that's according to the UN reports, okay, that I'm reading. <laughs> but but anyway, um, yeah, it's crazy. It, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, what this—the reason that I'm bringing all this up—is because this plays right into Ezekiel 38, and plays right into uh, into Psalm as well. Uh, it plays right into the end times because you know Russia is not going to get beat whether or not anybody wants to believe that or not as a as a member of the u.s press association i can report to you from numerous news agencies all across the world that the russians continue to win that uh the there's a lot of uh, refugees uh, from ukraine that are now saying that they're not even interested in moving back into the ukraine because things are going to be worse and worse there everybody seems to agree that this is going to drag on and on and on and of course the resources available to russia far exceed that of uh, the the Ukraine. And these other countries, including the United States, well, we'll probably be last on the list. But anyway, a lot of countries are going to begin to withdraw their, their financial support and stop sending people these uh, weapons as well. And we'll get into all of that in the second half of the newscast today because we are going to get into Scripture, and I encourage everybody to stick around for the Scripture because that's what's important. Whether or not you like it or believe it or not, the world is on a collision course with prophecy. We are that final generation, in my opinion, and (laughs) when Jesus Christ calls the church home, oh my goodness, are things going to go bad then? So anyway... Uh, we do encourage y'all to stick around for the second half of the show, and we'll be back right after the break with the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Check the backseat. Check the backseat
3: gets in your head right good because every year dozens of
1: children are forgotten in the back seat cars get hot fast and can be deadly so get it in your head a message from NHTSA and the Ad Council
3: it's the new music update highlighting what's new in Christian
1: music each week presented by NewReleaseToday.com.
3: hey I'm Jeremiah St. James and this is what's new in Christian music the second new single from Phil Wickham has led us towards his new album with the new song this is our God a debut album from Blessing Offer with themes that take us from his Nigerian roots to his unique journey through Music City and beyond with Won't Be Long Now. single and blessing offers debut album are available and streaming on all platforms now it's what's
1: happening each week in christian music
3: new music update
1: presented by newreleasetoday.com. today.com Just a really quick reminder that The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian Online Learning Program that will keep your kids engaged and learning all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program and your kids can begin working independently on any device including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids.
3: What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him a uh, day day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that When he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together. We did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: And welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian newscast and radio show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams, located here in beautiful East Texas. And joining me there from the Dallas area is my co-host, Mr. T.L. Barley, and uh, we're hoping to get Carl Erickson back. Uh, we lost him uh, just uh, a moment ago, and hopefully he'll, uh, he'll be able to rejoin us. Love to have Carl's uh, uh, input into all this stuff. But, uh, Terry, I want to get right back into the cluster bomb situation, okay, because yeah. uh, that is something that, uh, you know, I totally disagree with with us doing it anybody that was around during uh the vietnam war will remember seeing pictures of us bombing uh north uh, north uh vietnamese positions that i mm-hmm. said vietnam war right not korean uh anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw us bombing them and of course and we're not alone now don't you know i'm not trying to make the united states look bad or anything like that i mean there's a lot of countries that have used these over the years but most countries have said that they're not going to use them anymore. Now, according Mm -hmm. to the Human Rights Group, um, they criticized the U.S. move on these munitions. And here's the quote. Cluster munitions are an indiscriminate weapon that presents a grave threat to civilian lives even long after a conflict has ended. Uh, Now, Terry, you mentioned that in the first half of the show. Uh, Daniel Balson, he's the advocate advocacy director for europe and central asia at the amnesty international usa a rights group said in a statement um uh, let me see here I've got to get this quote right uh dismaying uh and he said that arguing that uh, removing the one percent failure measure would mean an even greater threat to civilizations." uh including d minors i don't know what a d minor is Uh, maybe you do you were in the military Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, d
2: minor yeah i have no idea
1: yeah okay now this according to uh reuters again the uh, rights groups the united nations secretary general uh questioning washington's decision on the munitions Uh, part of an $800 million security package that brings total U.S. military aid to more than $40 billion since Russia's February 2022 invasion of the Ukraine. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin uh, describes the conflict as a special military operation uh, to protect Russian security. He said that the U.S. and allies were fighting an expanded proxy war. And that's something that I talked about months and months ago. I, in this particular case, I agree with Putin. It is a proxy war, whether or not you want to admit it or not. It's every country uh, taking a side, one side or the other. You're either supporting Russia mm-hmm. or you're supporting the Ukraine. And if you're mm-hmm. supporting the Ukraine, like the United States is, the UK and Germany and all them, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's mm-hmm. fighting a proxy war, is it not, Terry? Isn't, mm-hmm. isn't that the definition yes, of yeah. it?
2: that that's exactly right he's uh, the ukraine for those listening the ukraine is in fact fighting on behalf of uh that's my opinion of of the interpretation of that word proxy on behalf of all these other countries that are supplying it with what it needs to do so
1: right you know right well you know i don't know i don't know where all this is going well i do too i know exactly where it's going we'll get into that later yeah uh anyway um this human rights watch group has accused the Russian and Ukrainian forces of using cluster munitions. Uh, they said the cruelty and the synonymism which uh, Washington has approached the issue of transferring lethal weapons to Kiev is striking. Um, now, by the fault of the U.S., there will be a risk of many years that innocent civilians will be blown up by submunitions that have failed. And again, that goes back to the point that, that you made in the first half of the show. A lot of these things go unexploded. That's what this is talking about, by the way, in case you guys haven't figured that out yet. These bombs are dropped. Uh, most of them go off. Grand majority of them go off. But there are still some unexploded munitions that are found by children years, decades later, go off, kill people. Right, Terry? Isn't, isn't that what that's all about? Absolutely. And it's actually, sadly, it's even more.
2: It's, it, uh, the, I heard a quote of over, sometimes up to and around and uh, maybe above, but somewhere between 30% of these little bombs do not, do not activate
1: uh, okay. until
2: later. And they don't know. And, and not only children, but anyone who happens to be a
1: human. Yeah. Or dogs could be, or yeah.
2: animals or cows. Yeah. Uh, and it could, and could, could somebody be somebody. It and it goes on. Yeah.
1: And it could be somebody building a, uh, building a new apartment complex, building a school, building a church, something <laughs> exactly. like that. You know, I mean, you know, exactly. anybody, anybody can set them off. Anybody, anytime. Um, one thing that I thought was uh, kind of important here. And let me see if I can find it again. Yeah, there we go. Uh, these cluster munitions are prohibited by more than 100 countries, yes, Russia, Including Ukraine, Ukraine the United
2: States.
1: Okay, yeah. hold on, hold on. You I'm spoke sorry. too. Qu- you spoke too quickly. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Russia, Ukraine, and the United States have not signed on to the Convention of Cluster Munitions, which bans production, stockpiling, or the use and transfer of these weapons. So, the United States is out. I mean, yeah, we don't use them ourselves, but we've never uh, yeah. you know, we've never said somebody and else. That's can't.
2: what I was referring to. You're right. right. But I'm glad you I'm glad you filled in the blanks.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, cause
2: that's okay. a real tricky. Oh, well, we don't use them. Well, yeah. you rat.
1: <laughs> okay. Also uh re- re- Republicans in both the House and the Senate are blasting a new um statement that's made by uh, a guy that is on—he seems like he's on both sides of the fence on just about every issue, and I'm—I'm I'm talking about Senator Lindsey Graham. Okay. Um, Why
2: did I know that's who you were talking
1: about? Yeah, uh, both I don't sides know. of the fence. Yeah. Um, anyway, he has proposed an effort um, to pass a resolution urging the urging NATO to. Uh, put you put the ukraine into nato now today right now he wants it done okay and he said uh he believes there's an overwhelming support for the proposal in the senate and claimed that the ukrainian membership in nato is vital to future security in europe he said i'll be working with republicans and democrats in the senate to pass a resolution urging the admission of the ukraine into nato the best way to present to prevent future wars, and promote peace is to create security guarantees and make aggressor nations think twice before starting wars. Ukrainian NATO membership is vital to the future security of Europe and the world. I believe there's an overwhelming majority of senators supporting this proposition, and he's wrong. (laughs) uh, There are not an overwhelming number. As a matter of fact, there's a a huge or a very low minority of people that uh, share that same position uh some of them are saying that there's only eight of the current 31 nato members are paying their two percent spending obligation that they made in Mm -hmm. 2014 and that no no new members should be added to the u.s taxpayer taxpayer's burden until we reach 31 out of 31 and i agree with that you know until everybody pays up let's not let's not invite anybody else in any comments there Yeah,
2: that's exactly right. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, we're, we're the ones footing the bill. That's right. number one. Besides the fact we don't agree with it anyway. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, all these billions, you know, billions with a B. Yeah. All these billions yeah. of dollars, if they were taken out of that kind of stuff and put into stuff like uh, taking care of our veterans that have served in yeah. in the armed forces and making sure they're not yeah. living off the streets. Um, one thing I've, I've mentioned, you know, many times in my personal life with, with people mm-hmm. is I don't understand. And this is opinion, by the way. This has nothing to do with my membership in the U.S. Press Association. Sure. This is my yeah. Personal opinion protected under the United States Constitution. I don't understand how we can hand out all these things to people that cross the border illegally, like cell phones and money and travel expenses and hotels and food and all that stuff. I don't understand how we can do that so freely and so easily. And then people who have paid taxes their entire life that go on Social Security have to scrape by every month and hope that they can even keep the lights on or have to choose between keeping the lights on and eating food. I don't get it. Let's pr- that we need to take care of the United States citizens in the United States. Yes. Let's help people across the world, but let's take care of our own first. That's my opinion. Yeah. Terry, you want to comment on that? Yeah. yeah. My opinion
2: is we need to, the very first thing we need to do is to get the veterans taken care of the ones that go out and fight these wars. That they all want and then come back. And, and my goodness, it's so sad Uh, what's going on we need to support the vets we need to do it and it's absurd to be allowing people come across the border when our vets are living on the streets uh the suicide rate in returning veterans and i just saw a statistic last night in a documentary about this that says that most of the soldiers that commit suicide are the ones that weren't even in combat it does happen to some, but it's the ones that are in that gray zone of, like, what in the world am I doing? What am I doing here?
1: Wow. So, yeah.
2: anyway, I'm, I'm better.
1: Well, no, good comments there for sure. Uh, Terry, I'm going to go ahead and get you back up here for um, for the second half. And uh, I, I'm not going to run the, uh, the the homeschool uh Promo there. So okay. I'm just gonna put you straight mm-hmm. up. So just to give you a warning okay. on that. So anyway, Terry, here you go. Two minutes with Terry begins right now, sir.
2: In the midst of desiring God's fellowship, early mercy is encouraged, giving clear conscience to rejoice and be glad within our days. The familiar refrain, this is the day which the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yet this rejoicing springs from the very day of God's own death. The stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Yes, the stone which the builders refused was our chief cornerstone, Jesus, our Messiah, the Son of God and man. The rejection has made him the chief cornerstone. This doing by the Lord is marvelous in our own eyes. Ergo, this is the day that the Lord has made. We we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Yet we each walk. Each one of us daily through the hours in which Jesus shall shout in an atomic moment inside the twinkling of an eye. And all who believe in Jesus shall experience his very last prophecy in the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, verse 20. He which testifies these things says, Surely I come quickly. How quickly? Jesus warned the disciples, lest coming suddenly. He finds you sleeping, and what I say unto you, Jesus said to them, "I say unto all, watch." Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly.
1: Amen, Terry. And you know, you walked right into what we're what we're most concerned about, and that is the fact that we are that last generation that we are anticipating the rapture of the church to occur at any time. I like to say this as often as I can. And I know some of you probably get tired of me saying it, but we're trying to find one person. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. and I'm not just talking about me and Terry. I'm talking about Christians worldwide. We are all looking for one individual, and that is the last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture. Because just like there's a last play in any football game, there is going to be that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture. There has to be. There's got to be a last in everything. Now, will somebody be saved after? You better believe it, but they got to go through at least seven years or at least a portion of the seven years of the Great Tribulation period, the the worst time on earth. Carl, who, unfortunately, we still haven't restored him, his connection to the show yet, but he mentioned Mm -hmm. something in the the first half of the show that I had never even really, I mean, I I knew it, but I'd never really conveyed it to the audience, and that is there's going to be a lot of parents looking for kids. That's the truth. Yeah. You know, besides everything yeah. else that's going on, there's going to be parents running around. They can't find their children because their children were innocent. Okay. They mm-hmm. had not reached that, lev- that point yet of knowing that they should accept Jesus. I, it's, it's hard for me to explain it. Maybe, Terry, you can sure. give a better definition of what I know you're understand what I'm saying. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's called the age of accountability. There you go. And uh, most most theologians uh, believe that that's what's taught. David gave an example of it when his first son died. uh, He he immediately began to eat and clean up and everything. And everybody said, how can you do this? Your son just died. And he said, because uh, he cannot come to me anymore. He said, but I can go to him. And so when, when someone dies, they are either with Jesus or they're without. And in this case, children, again, until they reach the age of accountability where they really know what's going on and they've actually refused Jesus and turned away from him. Uh, up until that point, children
1: will in all likelihood be taken
2: in the rapture.
1: Amen. Yeah. Babies Amen. and so forth. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would support that 100%. Okay, now, um, we don't have time to go through a lot of these uh, news stories that I really wanted to bring to you guys, but but I will tell you this. The World Court is going to be hearing about uh, Syrian torture claims, okay? That's that's one thing that's going to be going on next week. These Wagner uh, fighters uh, are now preparing to move into Belarus, and, and the one thing that I can tell you uh, is that uh, – there are sources, multiple sources across the world, that are, are making this statement that they're saying that the the fighters, these uh, these Wagner Group uh, fighters that were associated with Russia and that helped Russia to uh, overtake many parts of the Ukraine, they're now on vacation. Okay, and they're on vacation until early August, and this is uh, per uh, this Pergosian, I believe is how you say it is the commander there Um, It said uh, we have to prepare bases training grounds coordinate with local governments and administrators organize interaction with law enforcement agencies of belarus and establish logistics so you can expect them to move into belarus uh, sometime in august uh, also, the UN is warning Russia on the grains deal, where uh, d- Russia is saying that maybe they are going to disallow the Ukraine from uh, moving grain out because their requests to do the same have not been uh, honored. Uh, NATO is uh, going to be meeting. Uh, it remains unclear, however, what Ukraine will be offered a- at these uh, at the summit in uh, Vilnius. That's V I L N I U S. Okay. Uh,
2: Vilnius. My grandmother was from Vilnius.
1: Okay, and that's the uh, Lithuanian capital, by the way. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so uh, anyway, they are going to be talking about the Ukraine uh, entering in, and uh, so far nothing is going on with that. Um, Also, their anti-cinematism seems to be the the big key here right now. I want to just read you a few uh, quick things. Mm -hmm. Anti-Israel sentiment in Ireland almost indivisible from um, anti-Semitism. The intifada, I'll get it right here in a second, Mm -hmm. uh, in heart of France comes from Mm -hmm. anti-Semitic areas. This looks like an intifada in the heart of France. Uh, Kim Kardashian Mm -hmm. cries over uh, Kanye West anti-Semitism in the upcoming... uh, show that that she does um rioters are vandalizing the holocaust memorial in paris the riots across france uh initially started as a reaction to the murder of a 17 year old french boy uh italy is to bar soccer players from wearing number 88 which is a coded meaning for neo-nazis never knew that um the uh, jewish intel chief my family and i will leave germany if far right AFD gains power. I'm not really sure who AFD is, but anyway, that's what they're saying. Uh, well, it's the alternative bird, Deutschland, whatever that is. Um, okay. pro, uh, protesters are calling for the severing of diplomatic ties with Israel. During a match in Cape Town, so this is South Africa taking a stance against uh, Israel. That's just a few things, just a few items mm-hmm. uh, that where uh, anti-Semitism is raising its mm-hmm. ugly head to show mm-hmm. again that people are going to have to choose sides at some point. You got to choose Israel's side, mm-hmm. or you got to have to choose mm-hmm. the world side. That's just how it is. And you go to uh, Ezekiel chapter thirty-eight, and that's where we get. Uh, That's where we understand that is coming from. Uh, It could also be some, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, Terry, I'm going to put this up on the screen again. This is going back to the last show, but it's important. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel Mm -hmm. chapter 38, uh, verses 1 through 6. I'm going to put them up on the screen right now.
2: Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet gomer and all its troops the house of Togomar from the far north and all its troops many people are with you
1: okay and then uh we're going to switch over and go to psalm and this is chapter 83 verses 1 through 4.
2: Mm-hmm. do not keep silent O god do not hold your peace and do not be still O god for behold your enemies make a tumult and those who hate you, have lifted up their head. They've taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be remembered no more.
1: And we're just going to keep going with Psalm here. I'm going to go to Psalm uh, chapter 83 verses 5 through 8.
2: For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gibal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Assyria also has joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot.
1: Salem. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in on you there. Um yes yeah. terry now uh we, we've kind of gone over ezekiel 38 numerous times on who those countries are do, do you know right off the top of your head and i apologize for not researching this before the show started and for putting you on the spot right now but are yeah. you yeah. Uh, are you aware of any of, of the uh modern day country names for those countries that i have on screen right now or is that something that we need to address next time
2: Yeah, we need to do that. But let me say this. I'll never be upset when you come across anything, name or place or whatever. Uh, Chuck Missler was always fond of saying, when you've come across something that is new and you're not sure about it, this is the opportunity to learn amen because there's so much there, there's a whole bunch people say boy you know a lot I don't know hardly anything <laughs> compared to what's out there and that's true I'm not being modest uh, the, the Bible continues to you know we used to joke about it uh, in a serious fashion but making laughing about it saying remember the Bible is divine amen and if it's divine it goes so so we've got lots we've got lots of work ahead of us folks.
1: Yeah, we sure do. Okay, well, I will do the research um, between now and the next show, and if the good Lord gives us another broadcast day, uh, then you know we'll we'll get into that because I, I'm not sure as we sit here today what happens next. I am not certain um, because I'm not a prophet as to and you know me, if
2: yeah let
1: if if uh, if let me encourage
2: uh, you real quick. Let me just jump in. Okay. in in terms of this. People need to understand when you look up one word in the Bible, it can explode tremendous amounts of light. Uh, Looking up these uh, countries and, okay, which modern country is this and so forth, it's going to show you things. You're going to be like going, wow. So it is fun to do this. And I want to encourage. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to.
1: Well, all I was going to say is I'm not sure what happens first. I don't know if it's Psalm 83. I don't know if it's Ezekiel uh, 38 and 39. I don't know if it's Isaiah 17.1. And yeah. what I just yeah. what I just outlined yeah. for you there are two wars, number one, yeah. uh, one yeah. war that is described in uh, Psalm 83, one war that mm-hmm. is described in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and one destruction of Damascus, the oldest city on earth, to be completely Mm -hmm. destroyed and becoming completely Mm -hmm. desolate as is outlined in Isaiah 17, 1, I don't know what comes first. And on top of that, I'm not sure where the rapture falls in. Does it happen before these events? Does it happen at the time of these events? Does it happen somewhere in correlation with these events? Does it happen after these events? I don't know. But as Terry has said many times, the Lord doesn't tell us to look and see and anticipate those things. What the Lord anticipate, tells us to anticipate is the rapture of the church. Church. And mm-hmm. Terry, you have written extensively on this in at least two books: "When Now Becomes Too Late" and, of course, "Blast Off for Pemore." I'm going to give you—you uh, you got about a minute to go to, to get into that. Go okay. ahead.
2: When Now Becomes Too Late was actually being published on the morning of 9/11, uh, when the uh, towers were collapsing in New York City. So that gives you an idea. And God had given me that title three years before. When now. Uh, Blast Off with War is actually, it's in its fifth edition right now, but edition six is uh, getting ready to be published. Uh, They tell me in five or six weeks uh, it should be, or uh, so, it should be available, and it's an update of uh, obviously edition 5 uh, and it's got uh, more verse references and uh, but it helps you to get a good picture and a good understanding of the reality and truth of the rapture the truth of God, the truth of his word and that's that's what and it'll comfort you, strengthen you and, and give you hope and peace to occupy if you believe, occupy till Jesus shouts
1: Amen, and you can find that uh, just go to uh, TL uh, TL Farley Books. Tell Farley, books? Farley okay. books? Okay, you can, you can, you can search use, for that yeah. in
2: whatever engine.
1: Yeah. yeah, whatever search engine you want to do. And I do uh, encourage people to do that. I have a copy myself, uh, even though mine's mm-hmm. edition four. I get on Terry all about all, all the time. I got edition four, and he's already up to six. But anyway, I've got it. And, you know, what what we, we talk about this stuff off the line all the time. And um, anyway, I do encourage you guys yeah. to go and take a look at it if you get a chance. Remember, we are just waiting. We are with anticipation of the rapture. And and in anticipation of that, we're looking forward to that finding that one last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. All you've got to do to ensure your salvation and to make certain that you're not here for the great tribulation and that you join Terry and I and every Christian living and dead at the moment of the rapture, all you've got to do to make sure of that is simply mm-hmm. tell the Lord that you know you're a sinner. Ask him for forgiveness. Tell him that you know that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that he spent three days in the tomb, that he rose again after those three days, just like he said he would, that he was seen by hundreds of people, that he's ascended to heaven, he's coming back for his church, and then God's going to unleash his wrath. You tell him all of that in your own words, however you want to say it, and you let him know that you will work for him all the rest of the days of your life. And if you say that prayer in your own words, in the name of Jesus Christ, And if you are that last individual, the next face you see is Jesus Christ, and we'll be right there with you to celebrate that moment. Now, if the Lord gives us another broadcast day, then we'll be back Mm -hmm. next time with another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Until then, we wish you nothing but the very best, and all we can say is God bless you.
2: Thanks again for joining us today for the Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.